Bye. Short Bus Debate Club. It's a bus. Rolling. get on board. <laughs> Hello, I'm Darren Jolly. <laughs> it's time to get this short bus started. So let's roll and on with the show. Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Short Bus Debate Club. I am Brian Courtney. This guy across the table from me is Darren Jolly. Hello. And this is the middle of the week edition where we are taking things on a lighter note. Uh, For those of you that listened earlier in the week, we were talking about choice or the illusion of choice, the lack of choice. Um, You basically pick. Whichever one you want to call it. We're just problematizing the concept of choice, for sure. Yeah, I I think I entitled the episode, You Don't Have a Choice. Um, But maybe you do. I mean, you can always turn the channel, turn the TV off, something. Turn the podcast off. Um, You can't turn the podcast off. You shouldn't turn the podcast off, because it's fucking entertaining. I'm going to hypnotize you now. <laughs> Don't turn off the podcast. Yeah, I know that's going to get, that's got him hooked, Are you, dude. Yeah, you, you're talking shit about my fucking hypnotizing skills. I can't believe that, dude. Hooked. Um, so, to kind of follow the um, idea of choice, since this is the lighter one, uh, we wanted to cover movies and streaming services specifically um but i canceled my prime so i didn't fuck around with prime but the idea was because uh the center for humane technology did a movie where they basically said you know if you're clicking on shit on facebook on youtube and these other tech platforms that you really don't have a choice, that they know what you're going to click on and how often you're going to click and yada, yada, yada. Um, I the weird, like, suggestions with regards to advertising, like you make a comment about going and getting a new pair of Adidas, and then all of a sudden, like, you're on Facebook and it's like, Adidas, 70, 70% off. Right. Or you're on YouTube and it doesn't, if you, you know, if you don't have like premium or something like that, they're all going to tell you to to buy this thing that you just happen to look at. Well, in that weird shit, a lot of it is just cookies. So just the internet period is going to do that. Like I told you that I started getting um, fucking ads on my tablet for Lancome Paris. And that wasn't because of me. I'm pretty sure that it was because someone else in the house was searching for and or buying Lancome products. Um, and it just came from that IP address. When did that happen? I don't know. A couple months ago, right before Christmas. So maybe she was looking for Christmas presents and something. I don't know. Or maybe she was buying another product and Lancome is a competitor because they do that sometimes too. You know, like I'll search for Mm Ray-Ban, you know, and then sometimes Oakley will pop up. Well, there's no fucking way I'm buying Oakleys ever. Um, But 
They're paying for the advertising, so the shit gets thrown against the wall. Right. So I pretty much focused on Netflix the last couple of days, and they're... I don't want to call it an algorithm, but they're the way that they point customers in one direction or another is not nearly as sophisticated or invasive as probably the Google stuff and, and Facebook and things like that, because I'm sure you found the same fucking thing, but in a lot of cases, they were way off base, yeah, well, dude. Well, but you know, like when you're talking about like YouTube and or Facebook or whatever, obviously the goal of, or I mean, obviously Netflix in, in this context as well. The goal of any uh, service provider is to keep you on that site for as long as they can. They can keep you on that site. Yeah. So like. YouTube. What was the stupid movie that they did on Netflix about the? I can't remember what it's called. I just know that the company that did it is the Center for Humane Technology. But you, you I mean, many of many people have seen this. It, it, there, it's it's there's that stupid scene where the brother and the sister go to this like uh, political rally from opposite sides, and they both get arrested, but from being on the opposite sides. But the idea is is that like you you have an avatar, you know. Um, that the computer sees in you, um, and there the point is, like I said, to keep you keep your eyes glued on Facebook. So if if like hating uh, Donald Trump, like kind of like what happened in from twenty the entire Trump presidency, um, CNN made more money over that time period. MS, MSNBC even even more to the point, they made more money during that time period than they ever had before because Trump was a, a a clear a clear cut enemy that would keep people view viewing these things. So like if you were a part of that uh, yoke, like that would sit there and listen to what's what was that stupid bitch's name that that's the MS, MSNBC's big uh, Rachel Maddow. Yeah, Rachel Maddow. Yeah, she's, she's a long way from Air America, bitch. But uh, if you listen to her and you believe what she said, then you might be on Facebook or on YouTube and anything that had to do with Trump as a Russian spy. You know, or Trump's, you know, dealings with this, you know, the 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 ripping people off at the school, which some of it was obviously true, but a bunch of it was uh, stuff that was created by the intelligence community, along with major media, major media outlets to keep people watching and to keep them hating Trump. And they did a good job. They did. They I mean, money not that he wasn't worth hating, mm-hmm. but I mean, they definitely did a good job of keeping that fucking wheel in motion. Yeah, and people just kept like, if you weren't watching MSNBC, you might be seeing, you know, these hate, these hate concepts on Facebook, or you go to YouTube and you find this thing that outlines the history of Trump's relationship to finances in Russia, and he, you know, and then after you watch that one, then they'll talk about. You know how this person is affiliated with them in an evil way, and just get feeding that. Well, and that that might be one major difference is that you know YouTube, even if you're not on that page, yeah. Google is selling your data to somebody else, yeah. right? Um, well, Netflix is already making X number of dollars because because you're a subscriber. Um, So that might be why, but you'd hope that they're starting to work on 
their algorithm because, like I said, they they were way off, and some of it makes absolutely no fucking sense at all. But I don't know if you did the same thing. I know you did at least some, mm -hmm. but we had kind of agreed to watch some of the stuff that they recommended to us. Mm -hmm. um, and and what I watched actually wasn't horrible. What, what, what you watch? Um, so the three that I ended up watching. Um, so there's a heist show and it's a limited series. It was called Kaleidoscope and I almost didn't watch it because each episode was named a color, but black was supposed to be the intro and it was only one minute long. Um, so the black episode said, you know, well, watch it in any order and, you know, you'll have different information than somebody else will. And, and obviously, you know, if you start reading a book in the last chapter, you're going to know something different than the person that read it in the first. So I almost didn't watch it, but it's actually pretty good. And I think the reason that they recommended that to me is because the black dude from Breaking Bad, who ran the chicken joint, um, and he was a Chilean in Breaking Bad. But he was using uh, Better Call Saul too, wasn't he? Kinda. He had a couple of parts, but I think most of that was flashbacks, flashbacks because okay. Saul had, well, a lot of flashbacks. The majority of it is essentially a prequel, uh -huh. but he's not in witness protection because the feds didn't send him there, but he bought his way, you know, and bought a, a fake ID and all of this other shit and ended up being a fucking manager at Cinnabon in like Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> so they would show him at Cinnabon and then they would show him as a lawyer or, you know, even way back before he became an attorney <laughs> But, you know, they, like his, he's really an Irish guy, but he ended up being called Saul because of, I, I can't remember how it worked. But anyway, um, yeah, so I think that dude was in Better Call Saul also. Okay. But that's why I think they suggested Kaleidoscope to me. I don't know for sure. Well, because people that watched Breaking Bad watched and maybe Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul probably watched some of them watched Kaleidoscope. So, yeah, I that mean, could be. That cuz that when I think about like I don't understand the concepts of AI clearly enough or or learning engines and whatever they call it what is it, what is it called? Well, well machine, machine, learning machine learning and artificial learning. intelligence. Yeah. yeah. Um but if you're going to I mean they, they always like I I read this stupid article about Netflix's their their algorithms and their the machine learning side of it and the artificial intelligence side of it. It was kind of a hacky article, but um, they used the word intuit, you know, and that just seems kind of obnoxious to me because the only way that somebody could make a guess that something's going to work is because you're seeing a tendency, you know, for for people that fit these specific connected categories to to, to go in there. Right, like a star in yeah. that show or... Something, yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're weird plot lines or, you know. Well, another thing that I noticed that they did, 
and this kind of made me laugh, is essentially because I watched The Walking Dead. Uh-huh. And I watched um, World War Z. So they figured that anything that had a fucking zombie in it, I was going to like. And they ranked it up there in like the 90s. Except, for some reason, one of the Resident Evils ended up at like 68%. The rest of them were in the 90s, but that, and I can't remember which one, but for some reason, one of the later ones... But not the latest one. Not the one that they just did. Yeah. Ended up well, no, 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 not the, so. I think the Resident Evil movie series had a total of five, uh-huh. starting in like 2012. No, it was earlier than that. Starting in anyway. Yeah. I think there were a total of five of them. I think it was the third one that ended up being like at 68 percent, and all of the others were in the 90s. But they did the same thing, kinda, with the Rocky movies. Yeah, that I was actually about to say that. Okay, it's the same thing that happened. Yeah, so like one and two, one and two, one, two, three, and five for whatever fucking reason were ninety-seven or ninety-eight for me. All all those ones, but for some reason Rocky Four was like eighty-nine, and I was like, the only one that I've even watched parts of on Netflix is Rocky Four. Like I, I just you know. I don't like how I mean what kind of a what kind of a learning machine cannot fucking understand that that I mean if I'm actually watching it then it should be higher on the, on the list presumably absolutely yeah so I, I think that they they have to work on that that intuition a little bit better I I think so but maybe again they're not worried about it because of the fact that you're already paying them twenty dollars a month or whatever and. You know, maybe now that Amazon bought MGM, maybe they're going to start worrying about it a little bit more because they're not going to have as many movies available to them. And I don't know. You know, there are always contracts involved, and and then there's the fact that you could say, well, there's a monopoly, so they've got to offer these movies. But, Mm -hmm. you know, even though you have to offer them some of the movies that doesn't mean you're going to offer them the best movies or, you know, the newest movies or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was one of the shows that you watched that they suggested or that were in the high nineties? I, I, I just barely even glanced off of things. Like I, I just kept, I just kept falling asleep to be honest with you. Um, I started to watch The Aviator. I hadn't seen that before. And that was a 98 for me. Yeah, they it was high for me yeah. too, but I didn't watch it because That's the Howard Hughes. That's the Howard Hughes one, right? So, yeah. But uh I I kept I kept falling asleep, so I decided I I I did like it to be honest with you, but I need to it's kind of a long film. You got to get into it and uh yeah, it's one that you have to pay attention to, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. See, I would like to see, instead of, like, because the aviator builds it up from when he started the company up until right before he went to be a recluse, I mm-hmm. think. Like, I want to see the one where he says, fuck it, and he's just got the top three floors of the hotel, and, you know, he basically comes out of his room every once in a while. Because I That's in the movie. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Because I, well, I heard some cool shit that he did 
whether or not it's true, I don't know. But I mean, you know, I heard that like he would dress up like a fucking homeless guy and if somebody was nice to him, then it got a shitload of money. Um, you know, and if you weren't nice to him, I don't know what happened. He probably could have you killed. I mean, <laughs> but I'd, I'd like to see that kind of shit more than, you know, that pull yourself up by the bootstraps sort of shit. We've yeah. got too many of those. Um, so you watch the aviator and then what else did try, you glance off start, of? I tried to start Air Force One just because I never seen it. And it, <laughs> it always it always pushes it onto me. You know what the fucking highest one that they had for me was? I only found one that was ninety nine, and it's fucking stupid. Jerry Maguire, like, I, I, I that makes no fucking sense to me. Like, Sea Biscuit is a movie that I, because you know me, I mean, I always like those human spirit movies, like the Overcoming kind of thing. So like, like Cinderella Man and Sea Biscuit, a lot of stuff that do underdog the, movies. Underdog, particularly, I like stuff coming out of the, um, the the the, the, the Great Depression, like when people like figure things out, and it is not. Those are not bootstrap movies in my estimation. Those are just human spirit movies. There's a difference between telling people that I'm going to go work, you know, and I, you can do it, and blah 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 blah. That's that we all know that's fucking bullshit. But a guy can a guy can when his hand heals, you know, he can go and box. And if he's been a boxer more than a proficient boxer, he might screw up and become a heavyweight champion, you know. Or like Seabiscuit had good lineage. Uh, but the trainers just beat the fuck out of him forever. And that the dude, Tom in the, in the film, cause it's all based on a true story. I actually read the book a long time ago. Really fucked up shit, dude. Like the, the ways that jockeys used to lose weight, you know, it's, it's totally like a yeah, MMA, you know, you got to cut what, no, because well, I'm not talking about when crank is around, you know, but like in the thirties, they would go bury themselves in a fucking horse manure because it would, the heat would, you know, dehydrate their fucking asses and you got to get down to hundred, you know, like you, 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 the more weight that you carry, the slower your horse is going to go. So that's why I still, I, I think, you know, horse racing is at least one of the corrupt, most corrupt sports around. And when I used to bet dogs all the time yeah we used to go to red and jerry's and do that yeah i just thought it would be cool instead of jockeys and horses or what's the horse race where they've got the little fucking cart behind them but they they bet on those too i think instead of doing those i think it would just be badass to see like a fucking spider monkey riding a greyhound or something dude <laughs> Just, <laughs> a spider monkey riding well i mean because you can't put a chimp on a greyhound that'd be way too much I'm not certain but... that you can really fix a fucking spider monkey on a greyhound either how are you going to keep him there in a fucking little spider monkey saddle is he gonna? Is he gonna be smart enough to stay there? Or is he? You know, is know. he gonna drop a deuce and fling poo at you in the middle of the? Probably. I don't know. I was just saying I would like to see a fucking monkey riding a dog rather than a jockey riding a horse. You know, that, that could you know the spider monkey dog that could be corrupt too. You know, there might not be purity in the spider monkey as well. <laughs> How in the fuck does a person think? I don't really think that the way that horse racing works is very good. It's corrupt and it's shitty. But if we had a, some greyhounds or some spider monkeys, we'd have a really pure, 
betting sport at that point in time. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I I'm not sure the way my mind works. Uh, it works in a lot of different fucking ways. I'll tell you that much. Have you watched the Knives Out movies at all? Any of them? No, like, I haven't seen them. Those ones always show up really high on my numbers too. They I, recommended them. I I think that I'm gonna have to watch them because some of the people that I like have been like have, that. When I listen to other podcasts, they talk about them. Well, Ed Norton is in it. Yeah. Or in at least one of the, them. The, the most recent one, at least. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've seen it. And I like Ed Norton. Um, so maybe I'll watch them. I don't know. But so another show that I watched. And I think this one was recommended to me because I watched the IT crowd mm-hmm. was something called the end of the fucking world. Um, and it was at 95%. Um, it was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I only watched the first season yeah. so far, but it was a quick season cause they're 20 minutes a piece. Um, but it was it was solid. Yeah, it was good. Make me laugh, dude. That first season was fucking funnier than shit. Jeannie made me watch that. So, and it was not a waste of my time. For yeah. Sure. So I mean, Kaleidoscope was actually pretty good. The end of the fucking world was good. Now here, this is the last one that I watched based on percentages, uh-huh. and it was a show called Love, and it was recommended at ninety four percent. Or a 94% match, I should say. And the reason I didn't really want to watch it was because... It was called Love. Well, that was part (laughs) of it. But Apatow or Judd Apatow or whatever the fuck his name is. um, He's basically one of them that is responsible for fucking super bad. um, Knocked up the 40-year-old virgin. Yeah, so... That was the reason I didn't really want to watch it. Because as far as I'm concerned, he's kind of hit or miss. Like, he wrote uh, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, which I thought was fucking hilarious. Um, He did Freaks and Geeks, which was a a good show. And I think that's where he fell in love with Seth Rogen and, and James Franco. I'm not positive. But he was also at least partially responsible for that fucking show on HBO called Girls. And that show, I mean, I only saw a couple of episodes, and it was just a big piece of shit, dude, as far as I'm concerned. And I think the thing that really bothered me about it is that, like, that girl just said flat out, girls don't really like having sex doggy style you know to put a blanket statement like that out for all fucking females would be like so i was at a the platte river bar and grill one night and some girl came up and we were having a good time and she sat on my lap later on in the night we made out a little bit and then pretty soon she's licking my whole fucking face. And I'm talking about like full tongue saliva like my face was fucking wet. So there might be some guys out there that like that. <laughs> I didn't. But I'm not going to put a blanket statement out there saying guys don't like it when you lick their face until it's fucking dripping wet. Um. 
Yeah, and it's just stupid anyway because there are there are plenty of females that absolutely love doggy style, and I, I feel very comfortable making that comment. Yeah, I've heard plenty of women say that the showgirls was full of shit, and I don't think they were lying to me because it's funny they were trying to score this, brownie points. You have this hate hatred for the show off of one comment that they make about whether they like sex one way or another. I mean, it's not like you're pulling out the Kama Sutra, you know, and you're like, you know, <laughs> lapping dog with one leg over shoulder, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, if I had to guess, there would have been more than that one comment that pissed me off I'm and sure made me like, right. not yeah. like the show. Um, so he was involved in that show also. So, like I said, he's kind of hit or miss as far as I'm concerned. But this show on Netflix, Love, uh-huh. is actually pretty fucking good. Okay. It, um, only, it only had three seasons, though, huh? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I didn't look at that. I just started watching it because, you know, I had to kind of do what we promised and, <laughs> and jump into these on, on some level. Um, but, again, you know, I was confused about the numbers. Um, so here's another thing, and and you and I talked about this right before we started recording, and a little bit yesterday. So, again, this, I watched that show, Hip Hop Evolution. Well, as soon as I was done with that, basically any movie that had a black person in it was... At fucking ninety percent or above, um, all of the Eddie Murphy stuff, all of the Martin Lawrence stuff, um, at least the two barber shops, yeah. you know, with Ice Cube. I had like a ninety-eight on barbershop too. The second one, I don't know if the first one's on there, but I don't know why it gave me. A I I like those movies. I mean, they're good, and I like the movie Life with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. Yeah. I like Blue Streak. I thought that was great. Um. The Eddie Murphy movies that I absolutely fucking hate were Daddy Daycare and the fucking remakes of The Nutty Professor. Well, I should say the remake and then his sequels because I think he did two of the sequels. Um, So I didn't like those. I don't know that I like the movie that Eddie Murphy has done in a long, long time, dude. Well, you know, I mean... Harlem Nights, you gotta love. That's, but that's the 80s. That's a long fucking time ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, I refer to it all the time. You shot off my pinky toe. You shot off my pinky toe. Coming to America. That's still the 80s. No, I understand the that. Royal penis is clean, your highness. But he <laughs> did a sequel to that one, and that was one of yeah, those prime yeah. only. I, 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 and I tried to watch that, and it was a piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, it was bad. Um, yeah, nothing new. I just cannot think of anything new by him. But I didn't. I didn't want to cheat and start watching these things because I mean they gave Reservoir Dogs a ninety-eight percent. Loved that fucking movie, and I guess I could have said, "Well, I had never seen it before, so I watched Reservoir Dogs." And it turns out Netflix did a great job. It was it was an awesome movie. Uh, the show Arrested Development was at ninety-seven percent. You like that show? Yeah. Yeah, it was hilarious. Um, Jerry Maguire. You know, you said that was really high for you at 98. They gave me a 95. Uh, Wedding Crashers was at a 95. But here's where I was confused, is that 
all of those are in the 90s. And then, you know, like I said, anything with a black guy in it. My top picks ranged between 74% and 89%. Yeah. None of them were in the 90s. Yeah. How, how, yeah. How, does, how does that work with the top picks? Is that, so I wonder if that's just like a space where they're trying to open you up to other things that you wouldn't have already liked. So when they say top picks, they're not trying to say, these are your favorite ones or the best ones that, that, that you're going to enjoy, but they somehow connect to some of the stuff that you're doing, and there's a possibility that maybe... That's a good question. Maybe I should have written down some of the titles so that I would know better. I had Trailer Park Boys on mine. You mentioned Trailer Park Boys before. Yeah, and they, that was high. I mean, all of them were high, and that show is so fucking stupid. It just, I mean, I can't I can't watch it. And I think it's Canadian. I'm not positive. And that's not saying that all Canadian shows are bad, because one of my favorite shows ever is called Corner Gas, and it's just cheesy, and it's not explicit, which should make for a movie or a show that I don't like, but... Um, it didn't. Another kind of confusing thing is that the Hateful Eight extended version was 88%, but the Hateful Eight Not was 82%. Version. Right. So you'd think that the fucking software would be smart enough to realize that they're essentially the same I actually movie. think they're making a pretty good inference there. They just know how long-winded you can be. <laughs> Rattle on like the clatterbone of a goose's ass. That is I wanted true. to watch Bullet Train. Like, I've heard all kinds of good things about I thought it was movie. good. Yeah, was it good? Okay. But I watched it before we had the agreement. Yeah. And uh, Lady Chatterley's lover... Uh, it, it came in at a 79 on is my, that a my new, picks. Yeah, it's a new? Yeah, it's a new one. Yeah, they just made it this last year. I thought it would be more appropriate if it came in at a 69 as opposed to a 79. But hey. <laughs> well, if it's a new new version, um, well, never mind. I was going to say it could be a 99 or a 66, depending on how they had set those those up but 69 works there was a show that they recommended to me at 94 percent mm -hmm. and it's called the unbreakable kimmy schmidt i have no idea why they recommended it to me i didn't watch it because well that wasn't a good one though my my previous girlfriend watched it oh. and so I saw a few episodes with her, and it is, there's some funny parts, don't get me wrong, but it is so, like, the whole idea is some girl goes into a bomb shelter in the 90s, and then, you know, comes out in 2018 or whatever, whenever the show starts, uh -huh. and... You know, so she's been down there for a really long time, and obviously everything has changed now. You know, gay people are getting married, there's transsexuals, and 
so she's slowly becoming accustomed to the way things work now. Uh-huh. Um, so like I said, there are some funny parts, but it's just, it's fucking stupid. It's not a 94. No, it shouldn't okay. be. Um, the movie Ava, have you seen that? Who's in that? I know that. Uh, Jessica Chastain, or whatever. Yeah, I know who The that one is. from Molly's Game. Yeah, that's her. That's the one. Uh, she's an assassin in that, and oh, I think Malkovich is in, is in it yeah. too. Uh-huh. Now, I think that's a great movie. It's not one of my favorite assassin movies. It's better than the one that Jennifer Lawrence did, where she was one of the sparrows, and the sparrows were the KGB's female assassin uh-huh. crew. Uh, so it's it's better than that one by a long shot. It's not as good as Point of No Return, or for that matter, La Femme Nikita. Um, but they only gave it a 67% for me for some reason. They don't even give me a number on that one. That's one thing that I don't understand either. I've never watched it. Some of them didn't have numbers. at all. Yeah, like Forrest Gump. I mean, Forrest Gump would have been a 99 for me, but I, yeah, whatever. They rated that one at like a 96 for me. Yeah. But mine doesn't show. It doesn't show a number. You know, a movie that didn't show a number for me, and is a great fucking movie, fairly new. I can't. I think it's 2014. Uh-huh. But uh, Saint Vincent with Bill Murray and uh, what's her name, uh, Melissa McCarthy, Jenny McCarthy's cousin. Okay. Um. St. Vincent. So Vincent's this fucking curmudgeon of a man, and he ends up befriending this kid and helping him stand up to bullies and Mm -hmm. and shit. Um, It's a great, great flick, and that one didn't have a number for me. I can't even find it in IMDb. I don't, yeah. So... There's no doubt that the way that Netflix does it, as you kind of suggested earlier, it's not operating on a degree of, uh, like, the intuition is not nearly as high as what it is that they do through Facebook or that they do through YouTube. Right. I do have the same weird things that happen in, like, YouTube where, and I, I do have premium because I hate fucking commercials and because I listen to so much music on there, like, and just find out there's so many weird live things that show up on there that I can't get anywhere else, you know. Um, Goose is putting up all these shows all the time. Oh, you're talking about YouTube, YouTube premium. Yeah. Okay. So it, but if I go um, and watch, say, like, I'll watch something about, uh, about like, uh, um, Fred Hampton or something like that. They'll they'll show me like if I watch two things, then they'll just start like putting all these things about the Black Panthers and about you know uh, Huey Newton and Bobby Seals and you know it'll just pepper me with that that kind of stuff and it loses uh, like if it was really intuitive, there are things that I had downloaded or maintained that they should be bringing back. Like if it was really that intelligent, it would, it would hold those things in sort of like a pattern and maybe not try to force feed me these other things so much. Um, Another thing, um, and I know we're 
talking about Netflix, but I think that sometimes the way that I like YouTube, like the way that they've done it and the way that they push things, like I don't think that Netflix is very sophisticated. I think that YouTube is way more sophisticated with 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 regards to stuff. And I think that the after looking at some of the um, the Twitter files that have been coming out where uh, they're demonstrating the relationship between the intelligence agencies and the people that were at the top of Twitter that were responsible for uh, silencing anything with regards to talking about the Wuhan lab, you know, silencing anything that, that talked about um, the Hunter Biden laptop. I mean, uh, the, these things that were going on back and forth were uh, incredibly um, sharp and like honestly like after the new york post article just on the hunter biden thing i know i stick to that one a lot but after the new york post article came out anybody that tried to post it it was like blocked out for three fucking days before the election which is just fucking insanity and youtube would not allow anything to to do with it on on there as well um anything that was critical of like if you talk what's the vermectin what is that stuff called uh it was one of the medicines that people were using that was an alternative medicine during COVID. Uh, Joe Rogan talked about it all the time. Ivermectin, I think is what it's called. Um, if you said, so like if you did a YouTube video during this time period and you even mentioned it, they would put uh, a, like a, a connection, connect to the CDC or whatever. And uh, this is the truth about COVID. What you're seeing up there is, propaganda and they do that kind of stuff so some of the people that i listen to because they tend to most of them tend to be really like heavy lefties or heavy civil libertarian kind of people if you uh if you don't fit the mold the msnbc mold or the fox mold uh they, there's a there's a belief that their stuff gets uh lower play uh because the algorithm is constructed to to bolster mainstream dispositions that don't go against the, the the existing power structure. I don't know how much I believe that that's true because I don't get barely any suggestions for mainstream media. I only get suggestions for the people that I listen to a lot for the for the most part. Well, that I, that idea has been kicked around for a while. Mm -hmm. You know that certain traffic is boosted for whatever reason. Now maybe. The reason you're not getting mainstream suggestions is because the people that are buying your data or looking at it or whatever are not mainstream media. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe they are the Green Party or, or you know, whatever, um, so that they can try to figure out how, you know, you're going to vote this next time. Mm -hmm. um, maybe it's... Um, the dairy farmers of America, because they want to start selling you fucking almond milk. I, I, you know what I mean? So that's odd because I only drink almond milk. So. <laughs> it must have worked. Um, I think that that's another significant difference, though, is not just the fact that you know there's subscription, non-subscription, and, and but. Nobody can just go up and 
post a fucking movie on Netflix, you know? So they have control of the content more than Google does over YouTube. Yeah. It's a totally different. Yeah. I mean, that's, but that's what, I mean, like you said earlier, Netflix, their modus operandi is way different. You know, they're not trying to, I don't want to say that they're not trying to drive a certain uh, set of thoughts for because they are because like you said they're going to control the content that's coming on there there was a uh, a movie that uh who's the crazy guy that was married to um the, the black guy that's been talking about uh nazis lately all the time about kanye west. Yeah, kanye west so uh, oh it wasn't kanye west that did this it was actually um uh the the point guard for the for um Kyrie Irving, he so he he suggested a movie that was actually on Amazon Prime that was that talked about um, how the people that were tied to Israel back in the day were were black people. So they went from black people being, you know, celebrated, you know, members of Jewish society to being um, our, we, this is going to give us a check mark that I even bring this up to being enslaved you know so they go from they go we go from being royalty jewish royalty to enslaved to where we are today and it's just a point that like that a lot of the people in the history from uh the old testament whatnot were that a lot of them were probably black people which you know is probably at least a fair amount true you know but having said that it's just a matter of geography yes so what what exactly but boy, they don't want to. They don't want to say that. Like Israel doesn't like people saying shit like that. So the second that that happened, it got pulled off. It was nowhere to be found. So um, obviously there are content control positions. But and YouTube, you can only be forcibly pulled off if you're violating their, you know, their terms of agreement, which means you know, violent, you know, blah 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 blah. Um, but they are, yeah, that is two totally different uh, intentions. But in in the end, yeah, they are both in their own way, shaping and molding the possibilities. Yeah, I mean, censorship is censorship, regardless of how they do it or how they frame it. You know, they can say on YouTube, it was this because it was offensive. The only people it was offensive to were the politicians in power in Israel, yeah, and I'm not saying that yeah. those were the only uh-huh. ones that were offended, but they were probably the main ones that were offended. Um, and then, you know, all of the people that were woke were probably offended. Yeah. Sending emails. Um, there is another way you can get pulled on YouTube, and that is if somebody says, you know, that's my face or my like copyright stuff yeah Um, even still when that dude came into my fucking post office they they put my fucking full name in the comment section you had a hell of a time getting that pulled it's not it's not it's still there really my name's still in the comment section but they took because my face was on the original they took that off and they uh they blurred my my face too so like and I was like, guys, and I, the last email I sent to him, I said, I, I was like, I don't fucking care if I'm on there, you know, as, as a person. I just care that 
my first, middle, and last name are in the comment section, and that is doxing, and I don't want my fucking name up there, and they left it there. I haven't gone back to look because I don't want to fucking click on it and give that guy another any more money. Another yeah. view. Yeah, fuck him. But there's no doubt that they, uh, you're, you're right in, in principle, yeah. It, it, it. Well, I just know that, you know, lots of people have been banned for a certain amount of time or they had their video pulled or both or you know some of their usernames have been wiped because they continued to violate whatever term of agreement and and again that kind of goes back to what we were talking about you know when you mentioned the big short and people not reading the truth and lending stuff and, and all of that. Um, you know, if, if you don't read that end user agreement, then you're not going to know. And on the IT crowd, they, they kind of talk shit about Facebook. They call it friend face. And they said it's basically like a face full of bacteria except it's friends friend face and then they say you know read the terms of agreement it's only 300 and some pages long but don't worry we're only agreeing to sell it to these people and these people and these people and whatever um i mean they they say that we're we're going to sell your shit um if you say this, this, or this, and of course it's sort of ambiguous when with the this, this, and this, yeah. but intentionally, so yes, you're going to be blocked or banned or, or you know, stopped for a certain amount of time. I mean, she, my ex, would get banned fairly often, and. We're not talking about, uh, and banned isn't the right word, temporarily suspended, uh-huh. you know, seven days here, 14, 30. For what? I can't even imagine. Yeah, she doesn't, she wouldn't say anything. You know, I think, fuck Trump, we're a couple of them, you know, I mean, stuff like that. But if I had to guess, she was probably just jumping on a fucking bandwagon. Yeah. Um, so did they suspend the other 1,427,000 people that were on that same bandwagon? Um, I, I don't know. And I got off of Facebook a long time ago. I mean, when I was doing marketing for the book, I jumped back on in 2014, but I wrote a big fucking fuck you letter and posted it on my Facebook wall uh-huh. and said, I'm out. And that was in 2010. So I was gone for four and a half years. And then I jumped back on and did marketing for the book, realized it wasn't doing any good and that we're, they were sending me in weird fucking directions. Like when I'm doing marketing for the book, suddenly all of these people that are like, full-on fucking hillbillies like you can just picture them fucking shooting apples off of each other's heads in their backyards and shit were you know hey we like the book um 
It sounds great. Can't wait for it to be released. Whatever. Um, that's when I decided I need to get the fuck back off of Facebook because you don't like the shooting the apples off the head crowd. Well, I think that they were intentionally steering me to those people based on what they thought the book was about. And I don't think they were doing it because they thought those people were going to buy the book. I think they were steering me in that direction so that certain government entities might raise an eyebrow and say, hey, we maybe should look at this guy's book. Let's send a fucking ONI guy over there on this book release party. Haven't talked to so Darren you, you, for a while. You're, 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 you're putting it all the way back to the, the apple shooting hillbillies. <laughs> I'm not saying it's them that was doing it. I'm saying it's I Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it's all, again, they, a lot of it is the machine doing the work and saying, okay, these keywords mean that these people will like him or he'll like these people. But I think that a lot of times they sit back and say, oh, well, it was a machine that did that. And they have analysts and project managers and, and people that are actually employed that are looking at data and saying, okay, well, I don't know why he was steered this way. We need to move him over this way or whatever. Let's move this guy over here to the group where they like it when girls fucking lick their face to where it's sopping wet and, you know. <laughs> Put that guy back over with the, with the girls that like it, doggy style. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so. You, you really think that. I, I wonder, like, so after 9-11 and the Patriot Act, we, you know, the, the Snowden sort of like revelations, which everybody should have known anyway, but it was nice to have a smoking gun for once. Uh, and then to the Twitter files right now, and you can see there are other things like stuff that came out in Wikipedia, like where the, the Podesta emails like it showed like concretely like the ways in which uh, Hillary was really trying to, was really, uh, trying to manipulate things as far as uh, um, uh, fucking over Bernie Sanders. Thank you. Are we still going? Yeah. Okay, so I mean, I can. Uh, but but even still, we had like a these, lot of dead air. These Twitter files. Um, it's just like this other moment where we're we're being allowed to see how the ways in which intelligence agencies were functioning coming out of you know like Patriot Act just opened the door right. It was just a fucking floodgate moment, uh, and we're just going to give the power back just as soon as we know that we're all safe again. You know. Right. And here we are. You know, twenty years later, and. Uh, you literally had, I mean, they can, the best thing that's come out of Elon Musk buying Twitter is the demonstration of the fact that uh, the things we could, we couldn't, we couldn't dream up how, how aggressive they are in relation to some stupid fucking shit. 
Like, we can't talk about, like, me saying that the, the virus might have been developed uh, in, in this sort of, like, gain-of-function space in Wuhan uh, that was in China. Yes, of course, we all know that, um, but was primarily funded by the National Institute of Health, you know, which is a U.S., you know, funded space, uh, which... Is not this is not Chinese racism? My my wife is ethnically Chinese. Just to be fucking clear about that point. I like the way that you always say that, dude. <laughs> well, I'm not racist against Chinese people. My wife is Chinese. But it just but, reminds me of all of those people that are like, no, I've got friends that are black. I can tell black jokes. I never. I'm not telling Chinese <laughs> jokes, motherfucker. Though, but I am definitely saying that we do, we don't know how it was that it happened. But if we're going to talk about things scientifically. I mean, it's funny, like, you had the left coming at Trump so hard because they were saying that he was so anti-science, but anytime anybody wanted to raise a question, you know, in a scientific space, uh, I mean, you'd sit there and you'd, like, I'd watch these, uh, uh, Rand Paul and uh, the, the, what was the, the guy that the, 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 NAI, the NIH guy who was, uh, I can't remember his name, and you talk about him all the time. Yeah, but he dude. keeps he, he he testifies in front of Congress, and you know he he's playing these word games about you know um, yeah, well that's not gain of function, you know, because of this technicality here and there and here. You're not even a real scientist, and Rand Paul's like I'm a doctor, but I don't think I need to be a fucking doctor to understand that if you're mixing this virus with that virus to to see where it goes, that you're you're fucking around with some other possibilities right there, you know? But you weren't allowed to say any of that stuff back then. The, thing that, the thing that bothered me about the way that it spun out, and maybe I'm not even following the right chain here, but during the Freedom of Expression episode, you talked about how now the right has definitions of, you know, what you can say and what you can't say and the left have definitions of what you can and can't say and basically if you break the you know you say anything that falls into either category you can be in a lot of trouble um because what was it um disinformation so the right has a disinformation definition and the left has a disinformation definition and if you say this about covid then the right is going to bust you and if you say this about covid then the left is going to fuck you that is, is still wrong to me and i don't know if those definitions of disinformation came out of that entire covid thing or if it was something else that kind of pushed that along but we're we're not in a good place oh it's fucking scary did you know last year there was a anthony fauci the stupid motherfucking guy that i can't that's the doctor yeah yeah. uh so fauci and you know Rand Paul going back and forth you know like idiots but um no matter what, there were some things that you were not allowed to say during those time periods, and it was very weird that you were not allowed to say them because it's not like you have a fucking gun to anybody's head. But uh, there was a like a ministry of disinformation that was like created for like five minutes last year 
and that that's it, what I'm talking about. Yeah, but then they yeah yeah we were, yeah oh so that was that episode that's right yeah so it dis like they the the public outcry, but then the FBI and the CIA say over on the side, yeah well we're going to continue to do these things. We're just not going to be stupid enough to do them out in the fucking open. Yeah. We're not telling you about it. Yeah. We, we, as much as we talk shit about the Soviets, well, they really don't have anything on us. You know, we, we are much more, uh, we got this, this controlling looks like democracy, but it's not, you know, we got this wonderful situation where everybody can argue with each other about their little points, but they're not because the fact of the matter is, we're just in a fantasy world. So I'm going to kind of circle back and this sort of makes it darker and not as light. Um, but <laughs> I think it's a little late for that. You know, so the democracy thing is all about choice, right? It's about choice in your leaders being able to vote them in. It's about choice in what you're buying at the store, what you're watching on TV, you know, but then we're talking about these censorship things, you know. So if we do a movie, and maybe it's produced and distributed by a major fucking company, MGM or whatever, right? So it can be on Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever. Well, then whichever side, left or the right, says, well... We we can't let you release that because it's saying all of this shit and it's going to scare people and whatever. So we censor that. And then YouTube is just censoring little shit on a daily basis and so is Facebook. So do we really have a choice in what we watch? I mean, we did an episode on banned books, so we know that they banned books. I mean... Um, what was it? it wasn't the grapes of wrath uh it was of mice and men that book got banned because it made the farmers in california look bad mm-hmm. um i mean a lot of these books what was uh was the jungle got banned because it made the fucking beef industry and the slaughterhouses look yeah. bad um so when you're you're fucking with capitalism or a specific vertical within capitalism, they'll fucking just take it off the shelves, take it off of the streaming service, whatever, quick as shit. So again, you've got to ask yourselves the question, how much choice do we actually have? This is connected, but it's totally off the wall in relation to what we're talking about. But there was something that I was listening to. I don't know if it was early yesterday or earlier today. Um, so like choice. So in terms of like activity, like activism, all right, there's, I think there's a case that's supposed to go in front of the Supreme Court. It's a civil case. If I understand this correctly, I have to go look. This is, I'll do some homework and I'll, I'll find the specifics on it. But the idea is that, or maybe it's legislation that they're trying to create. The idea is that if people go on strike, then the company, because of the financial losses during that time period, 
can go back and sue the strike striking people to get to get paid back for it so there is no i mean how can i how can i go against a giant company if i'm an employee of them how can i i mean i I, if i can't if if i'm in if i work for amazon i i I mean you you can try to start a union and you can strike those are those are the two things that you can do to sort of exact power inside of a space like that but if it gets turned around to where you literally maintain civil liability you know if you commit this act where this superpower has you know almost billions and billions and billions and total power yeah through that money total power over their employees like choices yeah i mean it's you know gramsci you know consent armed with coercion you know this is fuck that shit. well so again i always take things back to movies but you know Michelle Pfeiffer said, you always have a choice. And she said it in Dangerous Minds. Because she said, you know, you can do this or you can do this. And one of the kids said, well, what if I leave the class? And she said, well, then you're not going to pass. And he said, well, then... That's not a choice. And she said, yeah, it is. You can either stay and, you know, learn, or you can leave and not pass. Both of them are choices, just like you can stay in school or you can go and get in a gang and be shot. Those are two choices. So the thing I would say, and I know this doesn't make it any better, but if it were me and I was riled up and Amazon had pissed me off and I wanted to start a union, even though this legislation hasn't passed, and maybe we should do Friday's episode about this. Or maybe not, because we need to do a lot more yeah, research. We need to do homework on that one. But um, the only thing that I would say is, if I'm that upset about it, I think you have to go ahead and proceed. And even if Amazon or Starbucks or Target or whoever can come back to me and, and sue me as an individual... Or would they just sue the union? Either way, if they sue me as an individual and I'm working for Amazon, they've got to know that you can't get blood from a fucking turnip. I mean, sue me all you want. You're not going to get anything. Because I work for you, you dumb cocksuckers. Why do you think I'm fucking striking to begin with? Um... So I think I would go ahead and strike, but I'm kind of a dipshit when it comes well, to stuff like that. But I mean, but, if they're to the point where there's nothing, we have nothing left to lose but our chains, you know, then like you're saying, like you don't, you, I don't have any financial power. I'm barely able to reproduce the conditions that are necessary for me to survive, my kids to survive, my partners to survive on the daily. But it's just, it's just odd how. how our fucking legislators are thinking about turning that into a law? No, how we socially have allowed these various avenues to get to the point where they're at right now. Like, I mean, again, like, you know, intelligence listening to us, intelligence managing what it is that we're allowed to talk about in these social spaces, you know, 
legal positions that are going to find, you know, civil liability positions against us if we make it difficult for them to make money. So that, 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 so like if it's the post office, right, a really funny conversation with this guy that came in the other day. He, he, he works for uh, the Department of the Interior uh, for uh, the National Business Center, right? The, the, the people that print all the paychecks for all federal government. So employees. he's at the Wadsworth location, right? Wadsworth and... Yeah, yeah, he's right over there. Yeah, Jefferson, yeah, essentially. So yeah, and, and right, right down the street from where I work. So they, they have a college service, so they can pick up their mail every day and drop a bunch of shit off. And uh, he comes in to the door and he sees the U- UPS guy in his UPS... Uh, garb and the UPS van just dropping off, you know, hundreds and hundreds of packages for us to work. He says, he says, can you help me to understand what's happening there? Oh, I said, I said, oh, you haven't realized that we're part of a corporate welfare state now (laughs) that we essentially do things that Amazon, I mean, that Amazon and UPS can't make money off of. So they, they, they collect it, they make money in the way that they get it to this point, and then we do the really costly part, so they push that cost off onto us, and they maintain their, their profit margins at that point in time. He says, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, Amazon and UPS? Oh, I said it's the yeah, and Velocity Express, which is a, a branch of uh, the DHL, DHL. Um, and you know we don't do it as much for FedEx anymore, but we do still do things for them as well. He said, but isn't there... Like a difference between public and private? I said, not anymore, brother. I said, we we live in a different world. We just haven't gone through the paradigm shift. So that begs the question. So in our contract, and I know it says the same thing for the letter carriers, it says it's against the law to break, to, 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 to strike, right? Um, which I think is the most obnoxious comment in the history of the world. You know, I'm, if, if I'm choosing to strike... I'm not going to really care about whether I'm breaking the law or not. In that so moment. when you went in your contract, mm-hmm. if you break the law, because I know when you talk about federal law, sometimes they're real fucking, you know, put an exclamation point on shit. Mm-hmm. Breaking the law by going on strike does it have different levels? Like if you guys just strike and it causes the mail to be shut down for three days, does that mean you get a fine? And then if it causes it, you know, a month, are you going to fucking so, federal prison? I, it, it, maybe when I say against the law, maybe it's, it's uh, that's too strong. I, I said, I probably said that wrong. It's breaking the contract, which crushes the contract, and there's some. There was some sort of other consequence that was in. I have it downstairs. We'll, we can look at it a little bit more later, and I can I can brush it up. But I was kind of going in that direction with that because if we make it so UPS can't make the money through their drop ships to us because we go on strike or Amazon, and this thing goes through to where civil liability becomes. A part of it, then that would mean, I mean, by extension, through the contracts that we have, that we're not because we're hurting Amazon and hurting UPS, then we would essentially been able to be sued as well. Okay, so you know we're we're well over an hour, and we've been doing this for a little while now, where we just continue talking, and and we, I think, in my opinion, have some important things to say. So we're going to continue talking for longer than an hour from here on out. But 
we're maybe going to have a cutoff to where, you know, only a certain few of you get to hear the last part of it. We we take subscribers essentially. Yeah, and and the reason that I'm mentioning that now is is because I think we've got to cut it off here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. But my last thought is really, you know, and I've thought this for a while, but between the prison industrial complex the military industrial complex and i don't know if we want to call them new media or just tech 2.0 or 2.5 they've gotten too fucking big you're that that's twitter facebook and all the, the social just that, yeah i mean for sure amazon google. facebook google all of these guys yeah. i mean you know even even oracle i mean larry ellison bought an island 20 fucking years ago um if you and i'm not saying that if your business is doing well you shouldn't be able to buy an island what i'm saying is the government shouldn't help you buy an island by assisting in the fucking of your customers and or employees. Yeah, through absolute market manipulation. I mean, like, in, in abs- and when I say absolute, I mean in absolute terms right now. And, you know, I mean, at this point, fucking asshole Mark Zuckerberg could not only buy an island, but probably a fucking chain. Same goes for Bezos. And I think at least Bezos is is drawing a salary, so he's paying taxes. Zuckerberg is not. I know that he's doing that shit where he's getting financed based on his fucking share value, and so they're just cutting him a check, and so it's considered a loan. He ate a big dick the last three months. Yeah, yeah. I'm very happy to say. But I mean, and essentially. What we're talking about there with the the way that we just talked about the finance, you know, the fact that, okay, I'm going to a bank, I have this many fucking shares, and they're worth this much money, and they say, okay, well, we're going to loan you this based on your shares, okay? Essentially, we're talking about money laundering. I mean, that that's what a lot of fucking Russians have gotten busted for. I mean, or... Irish or Mexican or whatever. Um, But apparently if you're the fucking CEO of Facebook, it's okay. And not only can you launder said money, but you can not pay taxes on it. And it's fine too. We we've got a problem that we're assisting all of these huge fucking corporations. And I don't know if it's because of, well, I, I know why. Um, And we can cover that in a, another episode, but I mean, it's, it's tax base. Um, but more than that, cause our politicians don't really give a fuck whether our schools are good or not, but they do care how much their stocks are valued. So I'm sure that that has something to do with it. Um, but what, whatever, I mean, we can pull, all of the investor reports and stuff and, and find out 
who actually owns large chunks of these these shares. I mean, I know fucking Schwarzkopf owned shitloads of companies like the military industrial complex. And yeah. That's the that's the revolving door. I mean, but whatever. We yeah, and we could go on with this with this forever, but there's there's no doubt. Like we, we started this in a pretty like a seemingly innocuous way. I mean, the, the the conversation begins with us looking at Netflix just giving us suggestions. But we Brian and I can never help but spin out into these spaces where the suggestions that are being made to us through all these different avenues are becoming increasingly apolitical. Uh, or at least if they're political, it, it's rooted in what's acceptably political. Uh, we do not, we are not allowed to uh, celebrate anything that's more dynamic that could effectively change anything. You'll have things pop through like the uh, the Judas and the 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 like the the Fred Ham- Fred Hampton movie that came out last year in Amazon for Amazon Prime. But again, that's no different than the Malcolm X movie was. Yeah, it's that's what I was going to say. Of, a lot of it, though, is just because those guys are dead. That's done. It's it, catharsis. Yeah. yeah you, you, it's like if you give us something that entertains us about something that we fantasize, we are able to do ourselves. And that becomes an outlet, a release valve for all intents and purposes. Then, uh, then those things are not only uh, acceptable, but they're encouraged because it keeps us from ever actually uh, – doing anything ourselves so there is no choice the choice is only there for for the release valves you know for this harold laswell you know catharsis so so i guess ultimately you do have a fucking choice in you know which kind of bullet you want to bite um demopublicans right fucking demopublicans okay so in summary um Girls do like it doggy style. Guys do not like to get their face fucking licked all don't, over. Don't speak for every guy. You don't know. <laughs> there, there are some guys that probably let their faces licked. I, I know. I, I did that had, on I purpose. I did it on, on purpose. I just had to speak on behalf of the, the silent The rest no, of the, the guys. Majority, yeah. yeah. I gotcha. Okay, so Darren's one of the guys that likes to get his face That's licked. That's not what I said, motherfucker. What you do with all this fucking beard... I, I can't, that would be mean, you know, that would not be a very nice thing to do. They, they, I mean, unless they want to floss their teeth. Dude, it's not like I fucking requested it. She just did it. So I don't think it would be mean. She I wonder what made her, what, what, what makes a person like, uh, did, did she think you were a popsicle or something? I don't she was trying know. to get to just the center. Like, I don't know Brian. why that fucking girl bit my balls that time. They're just. Some girls have certain ideas, I, and I'm sure that some guys have ideas too. And the girls like, "What the fuck? That isn't the way that works." If you're, if you're smart about it, you got to kind of like inch your way towards moments like that. And if there's a response that's negative, then you don't go there. But if there's a response that's positive, you got to go let that shit fly. You know, right? Um, which is why just the tip is such a popular game. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note alright the bus is slowing down the stop is ahead and uh, we're gonna get the fuck out of here on Friday we're gonna cover what some kind of choice again or are we well, just we going to talk about that appropriation stuff well I thought we scrapped that That's because good. of the good. choice thing and the fact that we didn't have the research thing time 
thing. Oh, by the way, Friday will be our last episode for a while because Darren's going on vacation. Um, we have to go bring my daughter back home. So, so uh, anyway, Friday, make sure and tune in because it'll be the last episode for about a week. It'll be a hoot. And uh, yeah, short bus debate club at yahoo.com. 7655. This ride is over, bitches. Get off my bus. <laughs> Adios. Later. Get off.